It says we're live. All right, let's see. Uh, I have yet to get the notification, but I trust it is soon coming. Yeah. So log this in at about 33 minutes to get this stream going. Right, there we go. And a peculiar thing happened. And that's the USB extension cable. While the GoPro recognizes that it's plugged into a computer, the Macintosh did not. It's almost as if everything I pull on breaks. You can't pull on it. Okay, now this is limp. What is loose? We've been sitting at that table for the past almost year. And only recently have we moved over here. And like a teacher trying to work the TV cart, it's as if the act of moving from one room to another made stuff stop working like that. Couldn't have written that. Could not have written that. Nope. That is the GoPro falling off the table and uh, pointing at the ceiling. Hmm. Guess we'll just go fuck ourselves then. Uh. <laughs> It's a very Nathan Drake thing of just things crumbling around. Yeah. I am using a vacuum cup. Suck this down. Now, if I'm smart, I won't have it on balance, and I'll just have it sit upright and sort of look down on us. Mm. And hopefully that'll... Yeah. So, welcome to the show. Yeah, it's RCR Podcast number 119. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't be an RCR Podcast without a couple of technical difficulties to start us off. But... How's it, our levels, by the way? Yeah. I didn't even play with them yet. It's not going to... And, of course, it's not going to look like this. Over there, once that freaking piano gets out of here, then we'll be able to have Ethan... Just run this. Yeah. There'll be new things that's going to bug me, like cables running across the floor. I don't want that. So do I uh, put cable, do I wrangle cables all the way over the door and just literally drill into the wall and just have them go like that? I don't know if I have enough F XLR cable for that. Maybe, it, no, it wouldn't go over the door. We'd have to get... I would want to put hooks on the new podcasting desk so that after the podcast, I can neatly wrap up the XLR cables, hang them on the desk, and that way they'll be out of the way. Because when keep people come visit the house, it's just every, every part of this house is just set up to make videos. And there's no real part place to relax now. 
guess apart from these Ikea chairs. And also because we're limited in cable and space, the computer is there and I'm looking at it on an angle, which would be another thing that Ethan would do. He would just look at the computer and be able to read the chat. I guess you've got the chat in front of you. Yeah, I got it open. Although I feel that doing a podcast where, where I just read the chat, I mean, it's what you want for me to just read the chat and talk to you. But it's strange how that's not really like discourse. I mean, well, yeah, because you're kind of engaged with the the text rather than with yeah the people on the other end of the text, which, I mean, that's part and parcel of podcasting. The issue is that a lot of people don't necessarily have video components where you see the person, you know, I mean, I guess the smoking tire does, but I'm talking about like just traditional podcasts where mm -hmm. they don't even bother half the time. You don't even know what the hosts look like, except for their, you know, yeah your channel avatar mm -hmm. just make the podcast a call-in show i mean yeah technically with twitter spaces you could yeah but. we did that with the uh with the uh, amazon fire the thing that spies on you yeah. yeah the amazon fire that laptop is a fantastic little stream deck sort of thing where i use twitter spaces because it came in so clear um, I'm going on Amazon right now and ordering five feet of USB-C, USB-C cable five feet. What do you got for me? $13, four feet. Oh, that's USB-C to USB-C. We need USB-C to regular old USB-3. We got five feet. It says fast charge for wireless Bluetooth speakers. Yes, but it does have data going through it. That's the weird thing. USB-C to USB-A cable five feet. Nope, nope. Three pack of five foot cables, fast charging 3.1A to Type-C braided. It says charger, but is it going to be data? Hmm. I mean, it's only nine bucks. I mean, at worst, yeah, worst coming to worst. I mean, at $9, and if you got to send yeah. it back, you there are plenty of, I imagine, yeah. places that operate as Amazon return centers, like a Kohl's or something along those lines. That actually is a very nice lighting fixture. I never did notice before. Add to cart. Okay. What else do I have in my cart? I got one other thing. Oh, I know what you are. Yeah, no one's going to get to know what that is. <laughs> uh, no super chat. Oh, yeah, I have to keep charge of super chats because it's over here on this laptop, but it's like, ugh, I got to turn. 
I could just use my phone and do that. I can see the chat going by with that. True. So this whole morning we're driving uh, the next giveaway car that we're not going to announce because we got a video to come out that comes out before it. But um, I was thinking a lot about how the early 2000s style is still like for certain manufacturers is still hanging on from the 80s. Essentially. Yeah. And how you can't really have sharp nosed pointy cars anymore. Well, no, you really and can't. It's different aerodynamics and everything. Why does my energy level just get so low when I do the podcast? I don't understand. It. I don't know. Like I, I understand, I understand intellectually why, because now, you know, it's, it's almost what, what time does fair record his podcast? What time are we on there? I don't know. I want to say it was the early afternoon, which yeah. it should have, but it's like a California afternoon. So it's, what's the difference? Um, I don't know. It's kind of, some my energy levels are only always so much better in California. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. It's just different. Now my uh, energy levels were way up because I was excited to be on the smoke tire. True. Maybe that's it. You know, it's just a situation of being on a thing where you don't have to worry about There's so much negative space here. Is there? I need to I need to have okay, I need to have a bunch of crap behind you, a bunch of crap behind here, crap, stuff on the walls. <laughs> Um, someone said like, uh, fake potted plants. Maybe like between two ferns. You know, I should, I should go to the auction bid board again and just get stuff there. That's where I got these end tables. Oh, yeah? It was pretty neat. It's like a flea market, but you don't have to deal with anybody. Ooh. It's one of those things where it's a silent auction. So you just write down your bid on this little card attached to whatever item there is. And if you win, you get an email. Oh, nice. It's yeah. like a, and you go pick it up. So it's like that little wicker table and this end table, they were both like, nine. I'd like, how much would you like to bid? And I said $5 no. <laughs> and I want both of them for five bucks or well, five bucks each. And I'm like, okay, that solves the having something in between these chairs problem rather than buying, paying for some other Ikea stuff. They even had some like seventies chairs there. Really? That, that actually looked Ooh. pretty neat. Um, which would solve like, um, Jeez, it's when it's Thursday right now. The bid board's open, I think. Um, you can waste time in that place. I'll tell you what. Um, you probably could, yeah. Uh, um, but we we got to write the review for the giveaway car, like right after this. Yeah. Well, at least because, that but my, my energy level is different when it comes to like being on a podcast versus like being on like writing because you're not really interacting. Yeah. You're engaging with your work yeah. outside of the context of people maybe can, coming up to you and talking to you about things like yeah. last week. But I do wonder to what extent it is about having to be on in yeah. the grand scheme of things. And also, you know, so many podcasts rely on either personal life stories or, you know, what's happening in the news. And half the time, it's like, I don't really look at automotive news. No. Because, you know, it's work in a way, which, yeah. I mean, I love my job. It's just a thing where, you know, once you're done with that bit for the day, you don't really want to re, yeah, you just don't want to go back over it. It's paved territory mostly. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's funny. I was working on like a second channel video um, or a second channel script and running into the worst writer's block on the planet just because it was a story that intellectually I feel like I should have been interested in and I just sort of wasn't. Mm -hmm. Which almost goes back to the GM point you were making earlier about design. And when you were talking about it in front of the next giveaway car, it was kind of the way you were describing it sounded like a second malaise era almost of just, yeah. you know, these different design philosophies. And then you have, you know, high tech, low income sort of ideologies being put at the forefront of design so that, you know, I guess everyone's trying to improve their profit margins for the most part, but by the same token, cars that normally would be affordable sort of aren't anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like everybody's getting uh, sort of priced out of the market, and it includes the used market too, so that there really are no economy cars in the traditional sense anymore outside of what you might be able to find on, say, Facebook Marketplace or something. Yeah. Or, you know, the the gravel i should have like a bulletin board right here <laughs> i saw him at goodwill yeah we, we could just we could just post picture like no no we should have a whiteboard instead that way you could draw stuff on it that'd be funnier yeah that would be yeah whiteboard yeah dry erase type of thing just... all right how is future brian going to remember to just go to staples and buy a whiteboard i should get like a pencil and literally write white put whiteboard here right on the wall and Greg, Greg, the landlord, the land. When we say Greg, we mean simultaneously my landlord and also Greg International, um, the guy who's teaching me to fly. Um, Bob says blackboard, and I like I like the idea of a blackboard even better. Very teacher esque. Yeah, but I don't like the idea of cleaning up chalk. No, it's a whole rigmarole. It's. It's just a hard crayon. Yeah. Oof. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be going to the brick house and then we're gonna be riding and I'm gonna get a gin martini. And I know it's gonna wake me up. I know it uh, is. As, as weird as it is. You know, I could just literally go into the kitchen and make myself another cup of coffee. It's there. I have espresso, I can do it. You could. There's nothing stopping me from getting out of this poang and going right over there and getting a nice Nice little bit of espresso. Be good. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Happy hour starts in like 15 minutes. <laughs> but Ethan doesn't go to work until like five. Yeah. But he's not working. He's not working the bar and he's not serving. He's just being at the host table. Yeah, he's a host. So it's not like he can come by and bullshit with us. Yeah. And I mean, realistically, we're going to be trying to write this next. Yeah, we're going to anyway. be a booth. We're going to be in a booth anyway. Yeah, they promote like, uh, what do I want to eat? That I was this just is, thinking about like, that. Like that's the kind I of thing. Like old Comtown. Yeah, they just talk about what kind of sandwich are we going to get after this? Yeah, it's it's. I I mean, honestly, I'm probably just going to end up getting General So's cauliflower. Again, yeah, it'd be awesome because that's just sensational. I don't know how they do it, but it's crispy as hell every single time. You know what? I'm going to get the tacos and the spring rolls. Mm. Tacos and fucking spring rolls and a fucking gin martini. Yeah, can't go wrong. No nah, man, you can't that's gonna go be awesome. wrong. It's going to be great. And I love that happy hour is always two hours. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody's like happy hour. I mean, a gin martini is not going to be happy hour. That, that's that they're probably that's probably not they're like what yeah, a gin martini is not a well drink. 
No. No, well drink is a, a rum and coke and like a gin and tonic. It ain't the same. Gin and tonic, it ain't the same. Gin and, mm, yeah. Are our levels okay? I mean, I keep thinking they're not, but I have our, our mics equal. Hmm. I don't know. Bob says levels are tasty, so all right. Can I zoom in on Bob? Can I do this over here? Can I zoom in right on the... Nope. Oh, yeah, there I can. Yeah, it says levels are perfect. All right, good. So, yeah. Had someone in the chat say Morgan Stanley says... Oh, okay. There's a super chat. Oh, nice. Isaac Flabley says, please get a 1996 Camry wagon for the next giveaway. You know what? I want to do one better. I won, and I keep telling Burnash about it. I'm telling them they made the Camry in a six-speed. There exists six-speed Camrys. Whether they came with a V6 or not is immaterial to me. Yeah. I want a six-speed Camry. What he's going to do is he's probably going to run the gambit of early 2000s performance cars, which lately has just been like budget performance, but that – but the SRT10 wasn't. That was exp that's an expensive ass truck, and I'm glad he was able to swing it for us. Um, before we get into like late 2000s, like other things. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's always his money, but yeah, uh, Camry wagon, awesome. Boris, hello, Boris. Good to see you, Mr. Regular. Reads the weather, but it slowly devolves into incoherent ramblings as always. Yeah, weather is good. I can put like low effort in. Man, I'd love to do more weather. And get it, get them, Steve Dave. Nice reference. <laughs> love the setup. It's like a laid back podcast now. Also, I'm at Wawa. You want anything? Yeah. Uh, can I get, uh, you know, a breakfast sandwich? And if they don't have a breakfast sandwich, um, any sort of breakfast sandwich is fine. And if they don't have that, uh, hash browns. Um, and if they don't have that, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll just take a small coffee. Yeah. Just a regular or hazelnut and uh, just put half and half in it. Great. I actually Thanks, did. Steve, Dave. Thank you. I actually did this yesterday because when I was coming back, I stopped at the Wawa and uh, texted to, to say, hey, uh, y'all want anything? And it's kind of a thing of um, when you get to Wawa, if it's not actually breakfast hours, they nominally have breakfast all day, which means – Yes, they have breakfast all day, but they don't really have breakfast all day. So what they mean is like you go in there, you're not going to be able to get a sandwich, but what you are going to be able to get is maybe like a loose roll or bagel yeah. or maybe a side order of like four or five or six bacon strips. And then that's kind of it Yeah. Um, outside of the whole, you know, just maybe they'll have oatmeal. But um, half the time. I mean, I haven't had Wawa's food in a hot minute. So when I went in there yesterday, my stomach was killing me because I accidentally food poisoned myself with an old hard-boiled egg. Uh, great going, Nick. Um, it's uh, just a small order of mashed potatoes and a small order of sweet potatoes. And then because the sweet potatoes are back, is the season for it. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden, it's like you can literally do the tapas thing where you're just getting sides and that's your whole meal because mm -hmm. you can't really go wrong with the whole sides for dinner. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Sides for dinner is underrated. It's, it's like, it's, it's the Caligula move at restaurants and other things yeah. just to do appetizers for dinner. Just appetizers. Cause you're going out anyway. Fuck it. You're not eating healthy. Yeah. 
I think is when it comes to road food, like the most healthiest thing we ate, I wonder which was healthier when we, when we just went to that sushi place on the way back when we were on the road yeah. or that nice lunch at the nice restaurant, even though that was appetizers. Hmm. The appetizers felt, I mean, it was, it was oily and succulent and fantastic and it tastes good, but I don't know how good it was for me yeah. versus the like very quick sushi that you were able to get at that restaurant. Yeah. That hibachi place. Yeah. And it's, hmm. I want to say there was like a, well, there was the day in there where we didn't eat anything and just had lobby fruit. Yeah. Cause we had road food. We got to the first hotel and I'm like, screw it. Yeah. I'm just eating fruit. That, that was probably pretty healthy. Yeah. I didn't feel like ordering anything from like Grubhub or DoorDash and just the whole rigmarole of having someone go pick up your food and bring it to you. And then it's like a, charging you $30 more than what the price of the meal actually was. Oh yeah. I'm just like, screw that. I'll just have a bunch of apples and bananas and call it a night, mm -hmm. throw a pear in there. Yeah. Cause the idea that if you eat like heavy food, you're kind of awake now. I don't know how much bro science is, but it's like, Oh, now there's blood going to your stomach to make your stomach work. And your body's like, well, got to have the heartbeat a little bit faster because we got to run the disposal unit again. Right. And I guess I'm woken up again now. So. So that keeps me up. I did the same thing last night. But just fruit. Or. Now I'm just reading Doug DeMuro's tweets. He says setting reserves on cars and bids. It's truly jaw dropping to me how many potential sellers are telling me that I can't sell it for that. I paid more than that blank months ago. And the answer is, yeah, that's normally how this works. Cars lose value. He goes on to say the last 18 months have warped everybody's sense of normal in the car world. And some sellers believe that all cars go up with the market softening. A lot of sellers are going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah. yeah it's going to be a come to Jesus moment. Yeah. Your cars are not real estate. They are not real estate. Yeah, they don't appreciate like land. Not every single car appreciates. Most don't. But also people have a ton of delusions about what their car really is a lot of the time. So that if I were to, you know, for whatever reason, put Betty up on cars and bids, I I would be lucky to get, a th well, first of all, she wouldn't be accepted. But second of all, like I would be lucky to get maybe a thousand dollars. So I'm because I'm not under any sort of massive delusions that it's this, you know, car that is in any way difficult to procure and that it's in any sort of condition to command higher prices. But people get into a certain mind space of in their mind, they've already spent the money that they got from their sale. So the idea of letting it go for less than what they think it's worth, even though it's not really worth what they think it's worth. It's just completely anathema to them. And they don't think of, oh, and there we go with all the best adult dating site spam. Eh. What'd you get? No, no, no. Uh, on the uh, live, in the live chat. But eh. it's just a bunch of <laughs> best adult dating site. Chat 69. Come into the champagne room and mm -hmm. let her uh, just lay your head on her lap and let her tussle your hair. It'll feel nice. Mm -hmm. I could I could. See oh, that. chat. I just saw that now. Chat 69. Best adult dating site. Yeah. Chat 69. XYZ. Best adult dating site. Thumbs up. 
kissy face men. <laughs> Wait, congratulations. Now I'm just going to read the emojis. Number one, chat 69, YYZ, best adult dating site. Uh, open mo, open o mouth male female. Chat 69, XYZ, blue heart, best adult dating site. Two hearts and thumbs up. Chat 69, XYZ, best adult dating site. Check mark, two hearts orbiting each other, heart above a male and female, and then the male symbol. Chat 69, YYZ, best adult dating site. Uh, uh, big heart, two hearts, uh, two purple hearts uh, orbiting each other, two thumbs up and a green check mark. And finally, chat 69, XYZ, best adult dating site. We've got a thumbs up, kissy, kissy lips, the male symbol, and a smiley face with a bunch of hearts around it. You know what I haven't seen in this? Cute femboys. You haven't ad addressed that, so I don't know what we're doing here. Hey, what are we doing here? I mean, come on now. I mean, come on. If you want to make money, you got you, you got to specialize. Yeah, the, this is, you you want a car that appreciates in value, a specialty car, an outlier. Come at me with your cis sex. What is this? The Olive Garden. <laughs> Come to Toronto. There's a cougar bar by the home. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Um, I just responded to somebody on Twitter. Here's a poll if you want to leave your opinion in this way. Should I have a new personal account or stay and make it a separate business one? And my first question was, are you a registered business? Because like, if you're not, you do whatever you want. It doesn't mean anything whether you have a business Twitter or not. The whole idea of having stuff separate from personals it's a tax thing so mm, yeah pretty much do whatever you want say you're a business it's like back in the early days of like uh early days of youtube where people would call themselves like uh like crazy homeboy productions ah uh, yeah what where is this where is this crazy homeboy productions you have a production studio like, what is it the family computer <laughs> Okay. Unregistered hypercam. <laughs> Aaron Crutchfield. Good thing YouTube automatically strips out links. I think that's why there's no links in those. That makes me that. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, Otherwise, people might be redirected to yeah kissy face place where they get all sorts of malware installed in their laptop. How about instead of Sesame Place, it's just kissy face. Mm. But it's not what you think. It's just ugly ants who want you to kiss them on their lips. In exchange for a crisp five. Or what's the so you get a crisp five every, from like every, every ant that's there. You can make your money back. True, yeah. unless it's a Dave and Buster's thing where the money's only good there. Mm. I mean, what's the going rate for ants these days? Is it a crisp five or a crisp 20? As a kid, I was getting like fives. Yeah, my aunt I, has a walker now. Does she? Yeah. That's unfortunate. She had to go to a gymnasium down in Florida because mm. they're uh, – Dylan Hester says, hey, when are you coming back to Nashville? Uh, I mean, we'd fly into Nashville and then go to the Lane Museum again. Probably, yeah. The greatest thing you about have to find a better place to drive. Those roads around the Lane Museum are pretty terrible. But the whole reason you go 
film at the lane museum is to drive stuff that's not supposed to be here yeah yeah yeah. Uh, just their rotating lane museum. It's cheaper than going they, all the cars from all the cars from the UK without having to go to the UK. I mean, I do find a certain amount of entertainment value in downtown Nashville where everyone's drunk to the point of belligerent happiness yeah they're I'm just like yeah it is essentially the sensation of you know the, the uncle getting up to speak at a wedding reception oh boy, even though go. he yeah it's that oh boy here we go type of drunkenness where you just sort of see people going down the street and you know they're all i would be surprised if any of the people down there were actually from nashville because nah, yeah. they all seem to be dressed in performative fashion yeah so that you know oh we're all gonna wear cowboy boots and let me throw on my straw hat is it self-aware uh performative country i it's, do it's wonder. different than la la people live their fantasies but in nashville is it different are, are they aware they're they're dressed in a caricature of a farmhand because la there's like this forced dissonance forced cognitive dissonance or is it like some revolver ocelot thing where they're hypnotizing themselves into believing they really are the reincarnation of sam goody <laughs> <laughs> sam goody oh that's a throwback yeah I mean, I do wonder to what extent that there is self-awareness coupled with a general feeling of not caring about the opinions of others. And I mm. do recognize the value in that, especially when you're doing something as absurd as, you know, walking down to Nashville and getting drunk on whatever in, in a franchise eatery that the franchise yeah. is like Kid Rock. I love like that. that Kid Rock's Honky Tonk or something, whatever that was. Yeah. Ian Middlestant, thank you for the generous donation, says, my visibly queer fiance and I uh, want to move to New England from PDX, so that's Portland, mm -hmm. in a few years. Looking for a cheaper small town area, Philly, et cetera, is out. Yeah, the, the nice areas around Philly are pretty pricey. Where would you recommend that's still queer friendly? You know, I don't know. Let me know, man. Because every play, every housing places I look at, like if it's gay friendly, your, your house is worth $100,000 more. Because it's stuff like Asheville, North Carolina and uh, Phoenixville, PA. And I'm trying to think of like suburbs around large metropolitan areas. So like the outs, like so Millvale instead of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, whatever town we stayed in instead of Chicago yeah, <laughs> or, you know, long, well, would long Island even, eh. I guess like all of Vermont and New Hampshire is pretty much fine. Yeah. It's like rural New York is pretty like rural PA, mm -hmm. like a bunch of disgruntled men with goatees believing that their problems in their life are, can be blamed on political aff affiliation. Whereas, um people are saying brooklyn well obviously but yeah but i don't think it's a small they're, town they're going to vibes. new england it's like 
Somewhere in Colorado, maybe. Yeah. Like, eh. Carl Levine says, rural New Hampshire is still pretty orange, man. Stay closer to Massachusetts. Okay. Avoid anywhere with a, with a foot locker. <laughs> what do you mean? Like a strip mall area? Altoona, Battle Royale, Brooklyn is not cheap. No, it's not. Saratoga Springs, New York is cool. They have an auto museum there. Paul Unsnatch says, any play, any plans to collaborate with Sam Hyde? No, I have no plans. Um, I mean, I had an email exchange with him, but he's got his own thing. And our humor is definitely separate. I'm not a very, I'm not a fan of confrontational humor. Yeah, that stuff really like just unsettles me something fierce because even if it's just that sort of man on the street type of thing of I have a microphone and I'm going to go walk up to a stranger and ask them a question, just the whole vague, the, the vast chasm between wanting to actually engage with a stranger and wanting to engage with a stranger with a microphone mm -hmm. is just, it's too, too vast for me. I, I just, it doesn't entertain me. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. And I know that that's not necessarily what's meant by confrontational humor, but right. I mean, maybe I'm becoming more introverted with age perhaps. Yeah. Or me like, my idea of humor is a more Henry James observational, but not in a Seinfeld way, more of a, more of a, hmm. Sorry, I got distracted by my uh, computer monitor over there. It's really far away from the wall. And I could add another two feet of space to the middle of this room if I move it back. Ooh. But then the rate, like, the monitor is so big. Like, I have a 48-inch monitor. And it's so big that it has to be far away. So I need a desk that's, like, almost like four-foot square, really. I need a table. I need a four-foot square table is what I need. Or do I? How deep do I really want to be away from the wall? I need to measure that. But I doubt future Brian is going to remember to go get his tape measure before we go to the restaurant. People are saying do a train. Nope. 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 No trains. It's one of those things that never are going to happen. Recurringly suggested to us, and they it never becomes more likely uh, as time goes on. If anything, yeah. it becomes less likely. Ooh. Francis Bourgeois does trains. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'll go up to it. I look at trains like I look at dump trucks. Actually, dump trucks are kind of neat, but I look at trains like, well, I want to drive an airport tug. What am I talking about? Uh, a street sweeper would be cool. Streets, like yeah, street sweepers and like utility vehicles. They'd be neat. Yeah. But you see, I have I keep coming back to this word agencies. Train is not agency. Train is following orders. And I guess people who really, really like hyper are like, I wonder if there's a correlation to people who are nuts for trains and people who are hyper authoritarian, a hyper, what's the word for really loving authority? Authoritarian loving? Uh, Pro-authoritarian. Yeah. Or just authoritarian. Yeah. It's not because not the same thing as airplanes. Yeah. Airplanes, like yeah, you have to you cooperate with ATC and 
you know, you're being hit yeah. controllers, but you're still up there. You can do whatever you want. Sky King proved that. Yeah. <laughs> they can yell at you, but all right. Well, I guess you'll shoot me down. I guess at some Maybe. point. Maybe. Yeah. But then you got to um, shoot all these people down, too. Yeah. So, do it. yeah. Well, he was in the plane by himself, not friggin' Dash 8 or whatever yet. But yeah, anyway. But yeah, trains go forward and back only you're told. Well, you know, a train. How about we review standing in line for the bus, for the school bus? <laughs> you can't, like, don't get out of line or standing in line for lunch, because that's what you are. You're just being ordered around. So is that what a train is? It's just you being ordered around. Trains. But more stressful. It's like being told to wait in line by your mom at the grocery store while she goes grab something she forgot real quick. Yeah. And then the line starts moving really fast, and you're just a fucking like nine-year-old and yeah. it's not like you're gonna pay for the groceries yeah. once you get up there yeah oh boris says run a train with friends i think that only works in your imagination yeah running a train it's like dicks and butts but again you gotta have like walkie-talkies and stuff walkie-talkies yeah because well, the second like you thrust into the guy in front of you, you're also clenching your butt as you're doing it. So the guy behind you pops out of your asshole. Well, are you thinking more of like a human centipede thing? Because I figured like no, no, I'm thinking because I always I'm thinking just to... dicks like a bunch of guys, and you know you got your dick in the ass of the guy in front of you, and then there's one behind you. But if you're standing, your asshole points down, not back. Mm. Yeah. So I always thought trans just like. All right, we're one person fucking the same person at a time, so that guy number one is up first. Then he's done. Guy number two takes his. Oh, that's a train. That's what I thought. So it's just okay. And oh, but I mean that doesn't make any more sense just because you're in a place where you know who's getting hard in that situation with all the visibility and smells. Yeah. You gotta be a special type of hedonist to, to derive pleasure from that. Oh dear, the chat 69xy is back. And that rules. With fresh emojis. Yeah. Mm. Okay, happy hour started 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, I just need to write this. I need to write this review so it's freaking done. And by the time we get there, Yeah, I'm not gonna walk. I'm gonna drive. We'll take the Naira. Um, all right. I think I'm gonna. We we answered all the super chats. We answered now. all the super chats. We might as well wrap this up. If for yeah. no other reason than because this is gonna be like one of the shortest episodes of the podcast ever. But it got in. Yeah, it know, got in. And got in. We moved the cameras over here, and we learned that we need a whiteboard right here. Yeah. Right. Whiteboard right here. All right. Thank you, everybody, to watch. Thank you for our super chats. They will the money uh, will be spent very wisely. I promise it's not going to be at the bar in ten minutes. <laughs> and it's uh, and in fact, it's not. I'm going to be paying uh, for food with uh, the money I made for shuttling Appalachian hikers around. Nice. So I'm paying them cash, and I will tip well. Very well. And thank you to everybody who watches every Monday. You're helping us have a job and not have to go back and have lunch duty again. Thank mm -hmm. you to everybody who participates in the Super Chat. You're allowing RCR to have the budget to travel and to act as a channel much larger than it is. 
Thank you also to everybody who donates to our Patreon. Um, you're also helping RCR. You, you, what you're really doing is, is you're uh, buying the equipment now that's having the podcast move over here. And uh, hopefully having more guests, we'll have another chair here. Hopefully. Hopefully guests. Otherwise, yes. they can all sit on my lap or something. I don't know. No, it'll probably be, I'll probably move over here and then we'll have a chair that's just, we'll, we'll move over here. I'll be over there. We'll put the guest in the middle. Um, these chairs will move closer to each other because obviously we're not going to need the, the mixer and everything. That's going to be over there. I wonder how many episodes it's going to be like this before we get that out of there, <laughs> before we get the, we're, the we're, piano out of there. We're too here. deep, so yeah. we'll see All right. over time. Thank you, guys. And Thank you. Uh, see you next time. See you next time. Take care. That's wrong. I shouldn't say see you next time because that's what that's what the flight crews tell you if you were an asshole. They tell oh. you see you next time. Thank you for watching and see you again after a while. See you again after a while. Thank you for watching and thank you for liking my silly show. There we go. That's good. Cheers. There we go.